0: My son wants to jump in with the swans <laughs> and is me like holding him back <laughs> and my husband is like, oh, let's go and see what's over there. <laughs>
1: So today we're going to have our episode for August. Uh, double whammy, I think this is going to be a bonus. We're going to welcome uh, Umayy to th- the programme. How are you, you all
0: know me. I'm well, thank you very much. I'm currently staying at your house. So my little boy, my husband and I are staying over at... The chef family is household all the weekend. Um, we currently do this every three or four, would you say? Three or four months, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Not enough, I think. Not enough, yeah. Not enough at all. Um, and we just spend some time together. We bring our children together because I think it's very, very relevant to actually let our followers and audience know that our children were born Less than twenty-four hours apart from one another.
1: Yeah, not planned. No nothing. No message was sent nine months before <laughs> and saying, you know, get ready. <laughs> Tonight is the Tonight night Tonight is the night.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. It didn't happen like that. Um, it was just by chance and that kind of meant that we could um well our children are friends. and um, they get to spend time together every so often we get along really well and it's a nice break for us as well and um, because our children are born you know so close together in terms of dates it means that whatever our children uh, are experiencing at that time like teething or whatever we kind of know exactly what's going on we we get to experience that together and we have someone to talk to about it which is really really good um, so, um, yeah, we're currently spending our weekend together, and you will know me as the lady who talks a lot about mental health. Um, so on or for, our, for
1: those who don't know you.
0: Yeah, or for those that don't know me, um, I am uh, the admin, so uh, the admin for TCC UK um, on Facebook, um, and uh, the lady who moderates your posts.
1: yes. She's the one that says no. You can't have that post up. <laughs> <laughs> so blame her if anything gets rejected. But no, uh, yeah, both of us are double trouble behind the scenes, but also mm-hmm. making sure that if there's any problems, queries, questions that are asked mm-hmm. by our members of the community, that we are there to try and act upon it as fast as we can. Yeah. Obviously, we have lives out of this, and we all we you know we both work, we both have kids to look after yeah. uh, so that's basically a job yeah really look making sure that our kids are fed slept and their mm. nappies are changed
0: we're just trying to keep them alive really as yeah. well as ourselves but um <laughs> but at the same time you may also remember during the um during 2020 um, um i was also um asked by her Ibrahim to um the person who talks a little bit about you know bringing people together and answering their questions and talking a bit about mental health um every tuesday and and so you may recognize me from a couple of lives that i did um or videos i did with halil and the rest of our um group at the time we took we talked about (laughs) try and speak english online we tried at the time to talk about some Really important but interesting topics um, that had a lot of taboo or stigma behind them, and so you may remember me from that. Um, so that was a lot of fun, uh, quite enlightening and educational at the time. And that's me, or when, my Hussein Osbarish.
1: When you had time to do that, yeah. but um, but yeah, I think it kind, I wouldn't say kind of. I think it definitely helped. It definitely allowed people to open up. And we still concentrate and focus on mental health within tu- on Tuesdays within the group to make it normal for us to speak about it. Yeah. Because, like, we can we can go into the subject later, but we've our community for males or females mm. to open up about uh, emotions or there, or yeah. you know anxiety or depression or any form of confusion within our mind that we cannot decipher that platform or that forum is there for people to open up to share and without being judged for other people to um, just give their opinion yeah. and, and I think that's just uh, beautiful for how mm. these people can come and lean and give a shoulder to these people without being judged.
0: Yeah, I think it was really, um, at the time though, I think it was a good idea because um, of how, you know, there was a worldwide pandemic going on. And I think that people just needed a friend to talk to. You and I think it, it was imperative for us as well, because we all at the time were going through something like, um, not necessarily like, the the people in the community but like yourself and myself and the admins all had something going on and it was so nice to have someone to talk to um just you know to, to to create friendships but also a sort of closeness so that we as people didn't feel alone and so we kind of that's how we we became friends and how our families became friends because we were there for each other And it just felt like there was someone there, like a belonging, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was, that was really special. That was really, really helpful. And it helped us to feel just a little bit more safe.
1: Yeah.
0: A safe. uh, Did you feel that way? Did you feel like you was, you know, that you felt like you belonged somewhere and you felt safe during that time?
1: Yeah. I didn't feel like as well. I had to, bottle it up or anything within that group you was easy to share without feeling yeah. like as though someone was gonna say something bad. Yeah. Or to judge you straight away. Um and like you said, we were all cooped up in the house, four walls. I mean, I think it was uh, right after I lost my granddad just after COVID. Yeah. That I basically um you know, depression hit me. And it was not just because of me losing my granddad as well, but it was the fact of working from home. It was that gray area. There was no home and there was no workplace. It was just one continuous lineal life that people was living in their homes where if you were to not work from home and you was going to an office, you know that you can leave work there and go home. And not touch work, not think about work, not pick up your phone and say, "It's all right, I'm here. I can do it." Whereas, within the how many years that we did it, yeah, um, we fell to laziness, mm-hmm. and we also fell to the point of, "Well, I'm here anyway. I might as well get this done." And we didn't clock off. Yeah. So without with us not clocking off for however long we were working from home. We were working not seven point five hours a day. We were working three. <laughs> 24 we were day. working twenty four hours a day.
0: Yeah.
1: If whether it was work related or not, so our brain, we were basically. Oh, it's alright. Is here we go? We're, we're back. back. Okay, we're back. Um, and yeah. we think. Um. So yeah, some people don't have a garden to go out or to escape or to basically find something to do. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is that lucky to yeah, have a home or hour. house like that so for some it was basically yes in, in basically it was a blessing but for some it was inception because it was a dream within a dream within, a dream, within <laughs> a dream and you was basically locked yeah and every time you opened up another door you was locked within another room yeah and it still is now yeah
0: but I mean, being here this weekend, and I feel this whenever I come um, down to yours, and not just me, but like, I see the difference in my son, I see the difference in my husband, um, but I also feel the difference in myself, it is genuinely, like, and you, you tend to feel this way when you're on a holiday, when you get on a plane and you go on a holiday to somewhere else abroad, Um but I feel this release of stress uh, when I come here to this home. There is such a um, feeling here. I mean, it's not just the fact that, you know, you live in a beautiful home, but it's the garden. That garden, and I mean, for everyone hearing this, it is like heaven. It honestly is like heaven. You sit in that garden and you look around and it's just beauty upon beauty of flowers and there's a beautiful view and it's like it's like everyone's dream garden. And it kind of feels like you're in a different country.
1: And you wouldn't know that you're ten minutes away from the city centre. Exactly. Like
0: and you... this is Birmingham we're talking about. Yeah, exactly.
1: You you're not you're not even that far away from basically wanted to go to the train station and go to London or anything, it's quick. It's mm. all of the motorways close by, but it's the amount of times I've been furloughed mm. and obviously I have to do something with my life. Yeah. That garden was my blessing.
0: It's like a serenity. I mean, you walk out and it's, it's very wide and it's also quite long. And I think that's the, that is the sweet spot about it. It's it's quite long, so you just keep walking, 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 and then you go along. I mean, I, I, my literature is not the best, but if I was to write a book about it, it would be like a sort of escape, you know, like... Um,
1: Secret gardens. Secret Garden, Like yeah. that film, yeah.
0: Exactly. But so well. you're going down these little steps, and then you can see, like, even further along, there's like a forest. It's, it's just gorgeous. It's And I think... That probably kept you sane.
1: Yeah. I would have just gone crazy and I think I would have rinsed out my bank account as well buying all these Funko Pops and (laughs) everything.
0: Yeah, and we're also going to have to mention, Halil, this office of yours. (laughs) Yeah. I'm currently sitting, looking up at a room that is every...
1: Geek and nerd's dream.
0: Dream. I mean, we're looking at Luke Skywalker toys. In mint condition boxes, Yeah, we're looking at Mario made out of Lego. And this is not just any Mario. This is a Mario that is half Mario and half ghost Mario.
1: Skeleton, yeah.
0: Half skeleton yeah. Mario. We're looking at Funko Pops that are Hellboy Funko Pops.
1: Yeah, it's about to fall down. That's because of the heat. Yeah. But yeah, so the t- that row, those are my very first ones so you can see like chewbacca and all them and i had a i have a big 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 thing as if anyone has not noticed i have a thing for star wars
0: yeah
1: <laughs> a big thing for star wars i may have a bit of an illness but uh, i don't care i'm proud of it like literally i have a stormtrooper alarm clock there that i had for my birthday um i my wall, um, yeah, I have a glass cool. cabinet that looks like as though it's been stolen from a f- and planet.
0: Oh, no, 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 I have to stop you there. I have only ever seen this cabinet when I was in Prague and I went to the Lego Museum, and we're currently looking at Yoda made out of
1: Lego. That's not Yoda, that's Grogu, <laughs> that's baby Yoda. This <sighs> is Brogu. how
0: you... you have to cut this out. With the <laughs> tell them
1: but there's also like a boba fett head there's also a darth vader head at the bottom
0: and i've only and i've only seen stuff like this genuinely in the in the lego museum so this is like a this is a homage do they call it like an homage. <laughs> a homage this is an homage this is a this is an illness. Ode, <laughs> ode to my s- star wars illness <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah so i mean everyone has a dream to have some form of, like, a man or lady cave where they're basically there <laughs> to escape. And this is my escape. This is where I go and come to read my comics that I have in my bookcase over there, uh, my desk where I have my computer and we my pens. Yeah. Uh batteries. Yeah. I have my Lego for my Millennium Falcon behind. Uh, I've got the statues of, like, different forms of Batman and Joker. It's just... Something that I dreamed of as a kid. And now that I work and I own my money, I basically, this is my money. My parents cannot tell me that I'm wasting my money or their (laughs) money because this is my, this is something that allows me to just be me. Preach.
0: So I have to ask, you only have (laughs) genuinely, and I'm not even lying for people listening right now, he only has one tiny space of wall left. So I have to ask you, what are you going to do with that piece of wall there?
1: Well, there's nothing going to go on that wall. That beanbag that you're sitting on goes there and that allows me to have my reading space so I can read my comics or the comics I have on my tablet. So that's going to be empty, but this cabinet is going to change and they're going to have glass uh, doors so that I can have more stuff in there. So no clothes. (laughs)
0: You know you're going to have to take a photo of this room when it's done and yeah, yeah. literally like, post it on the page, on the
1: group, so they can see as well. They can, yeah. But yeah, this is just, I'm hoping, like, my son comes in and he's basically, like, saying, oh, you've bought another Funko Pop. <laughs> Dad, you have a problem. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. You like them, don't you? Yeah, can you get me the dinosaur one? So he's obviously getting into it as well. And then my daughter, who's basically, what, one and a half? She comes in and sees the little minifigures and goes, "Wow, Wow. Wow. Oh. And I'm like saying to her, put it down. She's looking deep into my soul and eyes. And she's knowing she's breaking my heart and pulls the arm off and then puts it there. And I'm like, thanks. Tragic, love you, yeah. So, yeah, so this is every single part of this room has a little bit of story. There's like there's a newspaper article of when uh we won the champion, I would say we won the champions' theme, but we beat Man United for Garth, so I keep that somewhere. Um, the Lego that you spoke about, the Mario that I bought the day after we got burgled.
0: Oh, this leads on nicely to the next topic. Go on,
1: man. yeah. So, um I saw this and it was always in my basket and I was never going to get it. But um, the day that we got burgled, we were basically in our homes. We were sleeping and these cretins but came into our house by knocking the barrel of the doors and coming in, uh, just took our car keys. And I, I'm not even proud of the car. It was a Hyundai i20, so it wasn't like the most flashiest of cars When was this, by the way, just to clarify? I'd say, uh, okay, so 2000 downstairs, because if they were upstairs in a safe place, these cretins, these imbeciles would have gone up the stairs and the first room they would have entered into would have been on my son's and I wouldn't want that. So just take my car, it's not my life. It's just my car. Yeah, I still got money out of it through insurance.
0: General sales
1: but yeah. at the end of the day, you entered my home, you took the identity of my home away and turned that into a house. So I did not feel safe. So I think for that year and a bit, we were just looking for houses. I was like, I we need to leave this place. I don't feel comfortable. So I bought that Lego. I didn't care how much it cost. I bought it. And every night I was basically building that to not think about my anxiety so that I could actually tire myself out that I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night thinking, what's that sound?
0: So how long did that take you to make?
1: I'd say about a week, just because I was just doing a couple of pages each day. So I didn't rush it. Um, So while everyone was asleep, I would do it until one o'clock until I could tire myself out mm. knowing that I'm downstairs keeping watch like security as well and then going back to bed not tiring myself out um and getting it done mm. but just so that I could just just not putting myself through that stress
0: so yeah
1: uh, it was my escape
0: yeah do you tend to is it a habit for you because obviously anxiety affects everyone in a different way how does anxiety, how would you describe anxiety? How does it affect you? Do you tend to avoid situations quite often and try to keep yourself busy so that you don't have to face your thoughts or feelings?
1: Yeah, I'd say um I try and take my mind elsewhere away from the subject or whatever is happening or whatever situation it is. Um, and I escape just from it. So I don't, so a couple of examples, one would be, so for example, if myself and my partner was having a bit of a, I wouldn't say a confrontation, but a, a bit of a downer. Um, a downer, and we're going to have a bit of an argument. I normally say to my wife, just walk away before it's anything kind of, it, before it gets any worse Escalates, kind of thing. Yeah. So that's me kind of, for her to walk away, for me to walk away. And then when we're basically both at a level where we just both calm down, then we're both going to say, I've done wrong. You've done wrong. Let's just find a meeting kind of place instead of my heart rate going higher and higher and higher all I'm seeing red not seeing my wife there getting scared of seeing what how I'm becoming and I'm basically just destroying what I have in front of me mm. so I try and either walk away from it or try and tell her to walk away from it sometimes it is the bad the way I'm saying it so I'm basically just saying just go And I'm not saying it because I don't love her. I'm just saying, just go before something, before I'm going to say something bad that's going to basically break your heart and it's going to break my heart. Mm. Another one, today's one was basically your husband (laughs) holding your son (laughs) millimeters away from the canal side. I swear to God, my Fitbit has not been that crazy in a while. My heart rate was reaching 100 to the point where I was go. I was basically just, I didn't want to turn around, but I was basically just looking past it and I was just like, okay, it's just fine. He's got him. he's got him. He's not gonna let him go. He's not that (laughs) stupid to let go of his son into the water because I may have my 100 meter badge, but Mandem is not jumping in that water. (laughs) I'm
0: telling you, my son and my husband, I literally like copy paste the same person. Like, honestly, my son wants to jump in with the swans, and he is me like holding him back. And my husband is like, oh, let's go and see what's over there. But I mean, they are both. Uh... I can imagine what they're both going to be like. And that does give me anxiety as well.
1: I'm surprised you... Are so calm about it. You were so calm about it because I know from experience of how we talk through WhatsApp, of of, of, of your, your anxiety affects you. So when I saw your husband holding <laughs> your son millimetres away from drowning... My heart was like, Allahum, Lutfen, et bana. I am just like praying inside of me. My hands are sweat. My hands sweat anyway. My hands were drowning in its own pool of sweat to the point I looked at my Fitbit and it said to me 98 beats per minute. And I'm like, Eliorum.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like, <laughs> I started hitting myself, still saying prayers. <coughs> I just, yes, yeah, so at that is a different anxiety. Yeah,
0: but I think that do you know like,
1: I think that's more fear of seeing something because for me anyway I've yeah. got like a fear of heights and fear of falling and that's stuff like why that. You feel so that I think way, that yeah. way I felt like that was me. I yeah. felt like your husband was holding me and yeah. was about to drop me in I'm like get me away from that water uh-huh. or get that child because my heart's gonna drop. Yeah. So that's one way of anxiety.
0: Do you ever then have um So do you suffer from panic attacks or is it more just you become very, very your heart rate becomes quite escalated and high and your anxiety also you feel anger and
1: sort of Yeah, uh, my more release fight
0: or flight I think it's
1: called situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My I touch word I haven't really had a panic attack that I that I can describe or anything of that experience. (laughs) But, um, I know my wife goes through panic Mm. attacks. Um, I know my sister-in-law goes through panic attacks and I think that's more, like, with her is more fear. So, she has a fear of, like, germs, bacteria, getting ill and something. So, I think that increases our anxiety thinking that, oh no, I'm going to die.
0: Contamination anxiety. Contamination
1: anxiety kind yeah. of thing. So then, then that's when she, instead of speaking out and kind of like saying what is happening or what she's feeling, she's locking herself up. You can hear her in her room, like sometimes times when we go, you can hear her in her room and she's crying and she's basically saying, oh no, I'm going to die or whatnot. You can hear her, she's panicking. Yeah, She won't let her, uh, us in. She's basically locking herself in her room. Other ways is, uh, of her getting that out is she will start shouting at her parents, but that's just because she can't see it. She's blinded by the fact that her parents are trying to help her, but she feels as though well they're not helping her. So then that anxiety is just giving you a blurred vision of your surrounding world.
0: Yeah, it's gone too far then. What's happened is basically you are at a stage where you're sort of right in the middle of a full-blown attack yeah. because you cannot help yourself any longer at that moment, in that moment, and you cannot see how others can help you either. And so by then you're having it's what, we, what I refer to as a breakdown. And so then you need external help that's at that point where you need to see someone you need to speak to somebody who's a professional but you also need to be on medication if you would allow it obviously every person is different um i know for example that you find it quite hard to speak to people so you find it quite hard to speak to
1: let's say a psychologist or a therapist or a counselor um I'm a bit more open to family and friends mm. just because I know I, that I have that trust and I know that they're not going to judge me. Not that I feel as though there will be any judge, but, um, also with a, with your family and friends, they already know at the stage that you are at already. So it doesn't feel like as though you need to repeat yourself. Mm. Whereas with a psychiatrist or a therapist, I feel as well, I need to basically start right at the beginning. Mm. Mm. my friends and family already know about my life they already know what goes in for my life so for them mm. to say do you remember this yes okay then I can start it from there mm. it's like a an audio book that they've just pressed pause or they've gone in through a book and they've said okay mm. I know this bit about Halid Whereas mm. a therapist does not know you whatsoever so he's going to say mm. how is you at this age and then he's going to start bringing stuff up mm. that way
0: I think there's also a sense of discomfort that one might feel when they get asked about their lives it's not an easy thing to do and it's important to also make uh, anybody listening aware that we are not professionals we are not uh, doctors we do not have any qualifications when it comes to treating mental health or mental health conditions um but what we do have is the fact that we live it every single day And so I understand where you're coming from when you say that you may not feel that sense of ease that others might feel talking to a professional. Um, So for example, myself, I feel ease because that person to me is completely and utterly anonymous. They don't know anything about me. So they're like a stranger to me. So for me, it's like going and writing on a blank piece of paper. It's like writing in a diary. There's that comfort of, they don't know me, they don't know who I am and so they can't judge me um, and at the same time uh, they might know something that I don't know and they might be able to help me in my situation but you have to be ready. You have to feel ready to talk to somebody and not everyone will be ready to talk to somebody. They might find other ways that helps them through the feelings that they are experiencing mm-hmm. whether it be anxiety or um, obsessive compulsive disorders or bipolar or schizophrenia or I mean it could be it could be because the list is endless and the list only became endless in recent times we may have heard of these conditions but they were the doors weren't that open to talk about them and people weren't so open to say that they experienced them Whereas now it's less of a taboo and more of a norm. It's more people feel more less, I should say, less ashamed to talk about it because of the way that, well, we've all been affected by it during a worldwide pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I guess, obviously, we will go through a lot more details about topics like this in the future. But for me, and the reason why I was so happy when you asked me to talk about mental health on Tuesdays, let's say, is because specifically in our community, there is a stigma, um, a sort of detest, a disbelief of the fact that There is such a thing of, you know, supporting people who have mental health problems. It's it's more so like, let's not talk about it. Let's push it under the carpet. There's no such thing as this. And we shouldn't go and speak to people. What is the point of going to speak to people? But also, um, men have no feelings. And women are overly emotional and just exaggerating. And that's the thing that I want to... I want to stop. I want to stop the train tracks right there and I want to start fresh and I want to break those barriers. And I want us to just reach out to whoever it may be, whoever we feel comfortable with, if we have a problem. Um, and I guess that leads us on to a post that was made. So, do you want to? Go ahead and tell us a little bit more about that post because it was a while back,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, this was back in February, and we just—I just, I just uh, within Tuesdays we try and get the community to engage to share without having to feel like as well we're prodding and poking and trying to kind of push an answer out. So I think, um, which leads on to what we've basically spoke about, which is anxiety. And we basically said, why is anxiety so hard to explain to other people? Um, for me, I think that answer would be, without looking at anybody else's answers, were this isn't something that's invisible. Mm. We could, you, Some people don't show anxiety, so it's very hard to explain what this is emotion feeling uh trigger is within you that's making you feel like this so if you find it hard to describe it to someone how do you think they're gonna feel of trying to understand what it is and you kind of don't want to get them lost so then it's kind of like you keep it to yourself because then you're just kind of wasting time with someone that doesn't understand it. And I think the only, I think the only way that I have figured out that you could explain anxiety to someone is somebody else who's experienced anxiety. Yeah. It's a lot easier. And also the best person to speak to about your anxiety and find some form of solution or whatnot is someone with anxiety as well.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah. as well we
1: are our own doctors to well not even say doctors. Like we our, our own help to one another exactly not we can't solve our own problems but we can solve other people's problems and i wouldn't even say solve because i still go through it you still go through it and as other people still go through it i think we just found a way to reduce reduce it or a way to um, manage
0: it manage it to tackle it yeah um
1: and just make it easier as well for us to understand of what the triggers are so that we can avoid it from happening again.
0: Yeah. So but that's also just... to understand those triggers and not to just ignore them but in a sense of to acknowledge it, accept it and to then use the tools that we have to move on from it. Yeah. In a way So to sort of stop it in its tracks
1: before it gets any
0: worse. But to say, to acknowledge when you start to feel something
1: happening. Yeah. And sometimes it is too late. So one way of describing it is um, seeing a stream um, and the water is basically just flowing down it and all of a sudden it starts to rain and there's a lot of flow of water coming down. You need to sometimes find a way for that flow of water to come to the subject slowly and the only way for you to sometimes do that is to hit be hit by that flow of water so that the next time it rains you either have diverted it in a different direction or you basically made it steeper so the water doesn't get to you and that's one way of basically of me kind of deciphering it of what this anxiety is.
0: Yeah, that's actually a really good one. That's actually a very good one, yeah. I I, I have one similar to that. It's like being in a massive bathtub of water and I have water coming from overhead, I have a bath that's filling and I'm slowly, slowly drowning. And the only way that I can sort of stop that from happening is to face my fears, reach down, Pull that plug in order to save myself, so I have to face it head on, yeah. Um, and just you know, and because what I used to do in the past is hold that string above my head with the huge balloon and let it carry me away, but there was still water flowing, yeah. So eventually, I'm going to drown again anyway, yeah. Uh, and that's going to sound really, really silly. But that's the way that I kind of explained it to the doctor. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, um, it's obviously different for everyone. But, I mean, that posted really well. It did about 1.6K post for each. What, what were the, the comments like on that?
1: Yeah, so we're going to keep the people that have shared it anonymous. Yeah, uh, totally. Just so that we keep their privacy. And I haven't really asked uh, whether we can share this or not, so by keeping it anonymous, it's not linked to anyone. Um, some people have said unless they suffer with it, no one understands. People don't understand things unless they go through them. I have a lung condition, and honestly, even after COVID and what is caused, people still don't get it. Mm. Um another one is. Uh,
0: uh,
1: so another one says, I believe everyone in life, in one way or another, suffers with anxiety. So I think most examples here that people have shared are from personal experiences.
0: That's an interesting one, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Because it's
0: true, like, like <clears throat> at least everybody at one point in their life is going to kind of feel that way.
1: So yeah, so another person, just skipping that one just because I'm just, um. and response to that is, Anxiety is a normal response for sure, but it's how different people are able to handle it and the chemicals produced through it. Adrenaline makes me shake and I can't handle it, while others can absorb it and even seek it through extreme sports.
0: That is very, very interesting. Because I never thought of it like that. Because some people get a high rush.
1: Yeah, so people work on pressure. Yeah. For example... So, they produce a lot more work on pressure. And I think one person that we could probably say is Cristiano Ronaldo. He prefers a challenge. He puts himself through pressure, puts himself, pushes himself that. We can't see it, but he may be going through anxiety. He may be having what he, this person is actually explaining about uh, adrenaline that's making him be who he is and the person that he is within the sport. So, like he said, people either going to reject it or going to absorb it and try and uh, show it to people in different ways. Uh, another way is, let me read it just before it, um, I would say understanding, actually listening to what I'm telling you and more support. A lot of times anxiety gets brushed off as everyone gets anxious, just get over it. But there's a difference between having some anxiety and... sometimes Sometimes, and actually having an anxiety disorder it's an everyday battle some people view having a mental illness as being weak and i did as well for a while because that's how the older generations saw it but i've come to realize that no one that no you're not weak no that you're not weak but incredibly strong because every day you're getting up and battling your illness
0: yes preach preach i'm clapping for that one I can sympathise with that.
1: Just trying to go through another one. Uh, some people fear being judged. There is there is this stigma amongst society that having anxiety means you're weak, you're mentally incapable, you're scared, etc. Whereas it is one of the most common mental health issues. Anyone that has it, don't be afraid to talk about it.
0: Do you see a pattern forming here? Yes, yeah. it goes exactly back to what I mentioned before, where. Um, This is why it's so important to talk about these topics um, in our group uh, on TCC UK, because everybody else is expressing the same thing that I have expressed. There's a certain stigma and uh, uh, we are seen as weak. People are seen as weak if they express their feelings um, and their struggles, mental health struggles. Um, And so it's so nice to see that people actually came together and really put a lot of effort in these comments.
1: Yeah. Just trying to read that other one. So, um, so I can honestly say I never understood anxiety, but having, after having my baby boy during COVID suffered with anxiety on and off till now and truly every day is different. Some days you can come out the house, be you as people would say, or see you but some days. It's like you can't go out, see anyone wanting to seclude yourself from the world, and I'm glad that this is spoken about on here.
0: Yeah. That's something that a lot of people actually experienced um, during 2020, Um, especially a lot of women um, who gave birth um, on their own, and and myself as well, so I can sympathise with that comment
1: too. So the other one here says, in, in my experience, anxiety is a feeling that is hard to put into words, especially when you know it. it's anxiety by the way you feel. But the reason why you feel it is not apparent, you're un- unable to actually point out the cause. In some cases, people with anxiety don't like drawing attention to themselves either and try to address it internally, which can sometimes make things worse.
0: Yeah, I think that also links with um, a lot of social anxiety, too. Um, and uh, that's quite a common one, actually. Um, there's a lot of people who feel a lot of panic and just fear um, when it comes to being in social situations. Um, they're unable to be themselves and unable to face people, um, or even eat around people, so um, that's a tough one. Yeah, a big tough one. I'm sorry for the, the, um, experiencing that.
1: Um, I say, I'm gonna say this is the last one. So, uh, because there's no real way to explain that on most days, you feel like you want to laugh, cry, and poo yourself all the time, that all at the same time. No one can truly understand your mental health issues and always compare it to their own problems. I've had that, I've felt like that, I've been through that. How people deal with things is always so different. We all have different tolerances, pain thresholds and thought processes. Mental health is a huge thing and everyone is so different in dealing with their own demons. From the outside we look okay, smile when expected and have the auto response ready, yeah I'm fine. When fine means that today's a tough day, my insides are cracking, and I haven't got the glue to stick me back together. It's tough and tough for everyone. Do
0: you know what? Wow. That's, that is, I think, you know, we've had like a huge
1: breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah
0: like that's such a like that person who just wrote that and i think every single person who wrote on this post
1: is a lot like it's not like, one word wow. or a sentence these people have written
0: they've gone into extreme paragraphs. detail they've sat down and like poured their souls out into a comment. yeah and i think that's a huge accomplishment i think of like whatever we've set out to do we've kind of achieved it in a way yeah even if it's just a little bit even if it's a tiny little bit of us bringing people together, but also having the courage to explain how they're feeling in a difficult time. Um, and I think that's, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that. Uh, thank you. That's amazing. And so and I these, think we should just carry on breaking walls down.
1: Yeah. I mean, these people aren't writing big because it's very hard to describe what anxiety is. They're writing a lot of this is because they're trying to make the other person who doesn't understand anxiety the easiest way to understand it, and sometimes it is by we we're having they're having to describe
0: mm-hmm.
1: that emotion to them in the way that that person has it has experienced it as well. Um, so there
0: might be somebody who reads this and finds it really helpful.
1: And doesn't realize what
0: the feeling could be anxiety, and then realizes, "Hey, this this kind of makes sense. It sounds like how I feel on some days."
1: So yeah, so <clears throat> I mean, I'm I'm really glad that we're having to focus our Tuesdays just on mental health, and even if it isn't like a big post that we put on, and we're just sharing some form of like some affirmation that we're putting yeah. on that people can just look up to and whatnot and what i'm trying to do as well and is not just it in english but write it in turkish as well just so for those that are expats or those that live in cyprus mm-hmm. can see that mental health is something and yeah. it's not just a hostile look or an illness
0: again it's that sense of belonging that sense of i'm not alone Somebody out there is, you know, going through the same thing as me today. Um, and that goes for every single um, activity that we have throughout the week. Yeah. Like our business Wednesday Wednesdays are for people who are trying to make it in, yeah. in the world.
1: Trying to make and a living.
0: Trying to make a living. Trying to, you know, hustle
1: out there. It's exactly. hard.
0: We've got inflation and yeah. high electric and water bills. Like, I feel you. I feel you. I'm, I, we're all going through
1: it. <laughs> As Harry Potter says, he may say expecto petroleum, but it's expensive petroleum. It's <laughs> very expensive, guys. And some way or another, man them has to sell them bulgur koftes to fill up his tank. Exactly. Just so that he can deliver to you to get money back into his pocket to, f- to support his family. Exactly. And this is the reason why we focus those these two specific days on them. Any other day, you can post whatever you want unless it's within the rules. But the Tuesday and Wednesday is for our community to use that space, that forum, to share, to sell what you can to make a bit of money on the side. That ekmek parasa that our grandparents say, Mm. to bring that bread and butter to the table Mm. so that when winter comes and those energy prices are sky high, and it comes with a gazook on the side then we can pay for it. Yeah, tell me about it. So, I mean,
0: but we've, we, 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 I think the people that are in the group have done so well, like helping the elderly, delivering food, you know, promoting their own businesses and services. I mean, people who are doing crafts like art and amazing. I mean, I could never.
1: We haven't. love the water.
0: Oh crap. Oh my, I just
1: dropped a whole bottle of water. Just all spilled over. all I over, all over my carpet. It's all right, I just weed myself, I was so excited. It's fine, we'll find a towel somewhere. Um, I think
0: that leads on
1: to our
0: announcements and the end of the podcast so that we can clean up this mess. So
1: yes, I think we saved the flood, we had to, we had to call Noah's Ark in.
0: I was a bit of a numpty and dropped my bottle of water, um, which is not good, but we have saved this situation,
1: haven't we? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out tonight when, the, when they start hearing dripping sounds, when they're falling asleep.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so, announcement-wise, we don't have any announcements, but uh, we do have another podcast, so you're going to have a double whammy this month. <laughs> special people you love special um so today's one was with Omai, and uh next week's one is going to be recorded with jaylan and the subjects for them is we have one uh, about hay fever how have you fought your corner against hay fever this year and i feel as though hay fever has been the bane of our lives this year i mean it feels as though it is me is it me Or have they been mutated to strike us down like the right hood of Muhammad Ali? Like, I don't know what it is, but this year feels like as though well, it's just another level. I mean, I don't know if you suffer from hay fever, but I swear to God, my nose is so bunged up.
0: I don't suffer from hay fever, but hay fever has attacked me this year. So you didn't I've even never, have it. I've never suffered from hay fever. And all of a sudden I'm sitting down just sipping on pyrotons,
1: like <laughs>
0: no man's business.
1: Crushing pyrotons, like... <laughs>
0: trying to keep away from flying
1: ants. You're basing it, bro. Flying ants.
0: Flying ants. Flying ants!
1: ants. I swear to god. I
0: hate those flying ants. Last
1: week those flying ants out of nowhere started dispersing out of our grass like (laughs) as though it was something from a film. I swear to God, if Stephen King came down, he could have made a new film. A follow-up to birds, it would just be called ants. Literally it was
0: dash red rum.
1: (laughs) It was It was bad. And uh, the fact that it was getting into Shanae's, my daughter's, food, and it was getting into her hair, and literally just ruined that whole day. So, yeah, so how has people found it this year, and how have we done to avoid it? Share your life hacks, and we can share them. blah, blah, blah. So, that's basically one of our topics for next week. The other one is called Ganjeli. Ganjili. And basically, what old Turkish Cypriot words do your parents use and what old words do you use? Now, the phrase old, we spoke about this before mm. podcast. Is it old Turkish or is it just our Turkish? Is it Cip- Turkish Cypriot Turkish? That is just our identity.
0: Well, no, this is the thing you're talking about two different countries. So in Turkey, they speak Turkish, okay? In Cyprus, you have to take into consideration that we have our Greek Cypriots and our Turkish Cypriots and they speak two very different languages. However, over the years, being on one island, their languages have kind of merged in a little way. So we do use words that they use and they use words that we use. But at the end of the day, it's it's a shivet. So it's a completely different accent, which is what I personally have been told and what I believe and what I kind of agree to. Um, And so you can't really compare, you can obviously say that they are, yes, very, very alike one another, Yeah. um, but they are also very different in their own way. And so I wouldn't call it old, I would call it an accent that we use, that we haven't strayed away from, we still use to this day. Of course. And of course, when it comes to writing a professional letter or, um, you know, business, even then you will find people still using that şive. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless they're writing a letter of course, you know, but yeah, they still use that şive when they're speaking to one another. So it's it's just the way we speak, it's our language.
1: Yeah.
0: And it is we can go as far as saying that people in Turkey or people here in England that speak Turkish and are Turkele do not understand us. Yeah and so it's, it goes that deep rooted you but know? yet
1: people from Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Azerbaijan all those can, can understand us Yeah,
0: because so our language is
1: very similar to theirs yeah. I have an Azerbaijan friend that I went to uni to and that person literally understood the way I spoke Like literally said I, I can understand you a lot more than someone that would come from Turkey
0: that's kind of interesting I guess that might be a topic we could talk about next
1: time. Yeah. Um, So the next one is about gardens, and you know I love my gardens, but the question is basically bringing Cyprus to your garden. What have you learned from your roots to make your garden in the UK UK feel like the garden back in Cyprus?
0: I'm just going to say four words. Halil is growing chilies.
1: Not ordinary chilies as well. This is not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah, I've taken any forms of gardening in order so that I can bring Cyprus here. I can The weather, we get it. And when I mean the weather, when it's 20 in certain areas, it feels very hot in my garden because it's south facing. So you're literally getting the sun all throughout that day. So, so much so that Khalil has grown enginar. Yep, yeah, I've grown artichoke. I've got a vine leaves, vine tree, whatever you want to call it. A uh, fig tree. I have a pink lady apple tree. Uh, I have... What else do I have? I also got yingidunya yeah, which is laquat, I think it is in English. And they're growing at the back, but there's no flowers and no fruit yet. But
0: I'm still yet to see an olive
1: tree. I do have an olive tree. You obviously walked past. This is
0: this is what I mean. This is this should show you all how vast and wide. And I mean, you could make it like Kew Gardens, <laughs> a miniature version of Kew Gardens here.
1: Yeah. Well, tomorrow, hopefully, you'll get to experience it because you did have breakfast in the garden today, but you didn't walk through the garden today. No, t- no, no.
0: We didn't have the full tour. We no. didn't have the 2022 tour. No. So we still have to do that tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So that's what's happening in the next podcast. Hopefully, we will be posting this, uh, you know, quite separate from one another, enough time for people to actually digest today's podcast so that you can go, I want to hear more of Halil's voice. Don't worry. A week later, bam, I write there in your ear holes. I'm going to give you eargasms, guys. You're going to be asking for more. Um, This has
0: just become explicit.
1: (laughs) We're going to make sure (laughs) we have a lot more podcasts with our friend. Oh my... We won't just talk about uh, mental health. We will be talking about how she has become a parent. How I'm not a
0: dabby down all the time, guys. No.
1: Um, she's going to tell us a lot of her experiences, the difficulties, her uh, hacks, what she has done. It's uh, going
0: to get TMI and kind of messy. Yes. So if you're here for it, you're here for
1: it. Make sure you are not eating spaghetti bolognese while you're listening to this because <laughs> it's going to get detailed, gruesome and colourful. Um, thankfully, there is no smell connected to this podcast. But if there were, <laughs> you would all be suffocating.
0: Excuse me, I smell very nice. Don't you dare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's a goodbye from me.
0: Goodbye, good night or good morning, wherever you are, whatever you're doing when you're listening to this.
1: Yes, and we will see you all soon. Well, you'll be hearing us very soon. Uh, we are on all different podcasts, um, platforms, not just Spotify. So you can listen to us on Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music. We're not being sponsored. I'm just dropping these names in there. But yes, look for Hamadan Sudan. I'm not going to spell that out for you because it'll just be another one minute added to this thing. This is one of the longest podcasts we've had done so far, but this is just for you, everybody. Much love and see you very soon. Bye.